Thank you for joining me once again on J&J Sports Nation, where I'm your host, Jay Wheel. I want to talk about a concept today in an area of great, great concern. <clears throat> the topic today is going to be defenses are defenseless, or defenseless defense, however you want to put it. The NFL has completed its transformation um, I've been a long-time fan of NFL football, um, a long-time fan of college football. And what I am seeing today as a true football fan um, is definitely a one-sided uh, affair, if you will. When you think about defenses and how defenseless they are, um, over this past season and course seasons, um, Prior to this last uh, season here, the 2018 football season, college and pros, you tend to get a feeling of how can a defense operate in this new NFL in a new day and time in college football. Uh, I'm recalled watching the Alabama-Texas A&M game where a receiver caught the ball and to brace for the impact, he lowered his head. Therefore, when the defender came to tackle him, his helmet hit his helmet. So, therefore, the player was ejected. And on top of that, he was disqualified for the next half of the, well, the first half of the next ball game. And on top of that, the penalty was assessed of 15 yards. Now, Call me crazy, but that seemed really excessive. I mean, if you're going to attach a penalty to it, fine, 15 yards. But to go as far as to eject the player and then disqualify him for the first half of the next game, that's tough. I mean, you know, I don't know who made the rule, but it's ignorant. And it's dumb. And I'm talking about from the standpoint of the penalty of uh, the infraction, I should say. Because, yes, while they're trying to clean up the game, to my knowledge, when you have highly physically fit individuals, or say players, running at top speeds into each other, that's a collision. And you cannot stop collisions, not on the football field. Um, I don't know if I said this in the prior segment, but I wonder if a college player, a collegiate player, goes to the NFL Combine and he runs his 40-yard dash. Let's say he's a position group of, uh, let's say he's a uh, defensive lineman. He runs a 5-5-3. Five, five, uh, or let's say a five eight one. Um, at the end of the day, he could bench press, let's say, uh, 25, 25 times, and he could, you know, do all of the skill drills perfectly. But the first thing they're gonna harp on is what, his forty yard dash. Why? Because they want fast physical players in the NFL. And for that fact, they want fast physical players 
at the collegiate level, the power five, if you will, stock with them. So at the end of the day, to think that or to go as far as to assess a 15-yard penalty, eject the player, and then disqualify him for the next half of the game, uh, that's truly excessive. I don't care who disagrees with it. It's excessive. So I'm not real sure who came up with that. I read an article, uh, NC, uh, article about that very fact, about um, helmet-to-helmet contact. And so at the end of the day, uh, I'm not quite sure, once again, that anybody, it's natural, it's nature as it, at its finest. What I mean, if somebody rears back to try to hit you, you're going to, by default, block it. How? Your arms are going to go up. You're going to protect yourself. That's that's the same thing we'll look at when it comes to football. And so at the end of the day, a running back naturally run, lowers his head when what? Contact's coming. You know, uh, anybody naturally lowers their head when contact is coming. They're trying to brace for it. So defenseless player. Uh, and so the targeting rule needs to be overhauled. And it's just crazy how um, those who make rules, I don't know whether they play the game or not, and that's another you know, soapbox. Because if you haven't played the game and you're trying to be effective and you know, trying to make the game safer, um, and I'm pretty sure at some point in the process, hopefully in the process that they speak with former players, uh, because, you know, we, we can... We can uh, truly uh, understand, because please don't get me wrong, it's not about there's no need for the rule. I mean, I, there is a room for it, but there's, it's an excessive penalty. Um, we are in a day and age where concussions are so, so, so hot and heavy. The word in and of itself scares parents uh, of... Uh, of football players, uh, because it is a frightening uh, ordeal. Um, but at the end of the day, there has to be clear, concise, and um, that's what I'm looking for. Hmm. Legislature, I, I guess, if you will, not really legislature. The word I'm looking for is um, communication as to what needs to be done uh, when the helmet-to-helmet contact. I mean, if need be, instead of... of um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a 15-yard penalty. That's fine. Uh, the injection, if you want to inject a player, you know, eject a player for it, that's fine. But at the end of the day, definitely not suspend them for the next half of the game. Because at the end of the day, and I'm not... You know, and don't don't get me wrong. Because somebody probably say, well, hey, did you play the game? I never played it on the collegiate level or the pro level. Um, but at the end of the day, that player has to figure it out. Top-notch, high-end, uh, highly skilled players have to, you know, defensive players have to figure this thing out. 
Because when you are, I mean, it's one thing to try to make a tackle, but nothing to try to make a tackle thinking, oh, yeah, I can't hit him helmet to helmet because I'm going to get ejected. You know, and it just really, for me, I think it really kills the essence of of how a defender plays the game. And I think that is, of course, that's the, the overall goal is to get him to change how he plays it. But at the same time, you know, defense should be relentless. It should be punishing. And what I mean by punishing, meaning that, you know, not helmet to helmet contacts, not anything illegal. But you can play a good, hard, physical game without targeting, without the things that uh, make the job of a defender so uh, so difficult at times. Uh, because when you think about uh, even the skill level of playing defense, you know, uh, it's, it's truly crazy. And at the end of the day, we just look at, this, you know, the state of defenses. What I mean by that, let's take the DB or the corner. Uh, most corners don't even look back to track the ball. Most corners don't even uh, think to put their hands up. You know, uh, most corners don't think about stuff like that. Corners and safeties alike. Um, and when they don't do that, then the receiver gains the edge. The receiver already has the edge because if the defender holds them, that's a holding penalty. If, you know, they interfere with the ball or interfere with the, the player itself, it could be a DPI, excuse me, which is defensive pass interference, or it could be a um, holding. So, you know, it's incredibly difficult um, situation so and at the end of the day it's just uh, all around difficult for defenses especially in the college ranks uh, to be able to you know take the field and play an effective game when you got that targeting and you know I'm not saying there are a lot of targeting penalties but there's too many at this point so you know and I understand yet again don't get me wrong I understand there's a place for it okay um because, you know, the NFL wanted to go to a more high-scoring game because I remember watching NFL games that were like 7-3 and, you know, very low-scoring games. So what do you do? You create defenseless receiver. You create um, – um, oh, man, I forgot the other other penalty. Um, um, you know, roughing the quarterback has gone to all-new high. Uh, so it's just a plethora of things that have taken place over the last five years or more, probably I would say better, maybe a decade, to have changed the outlook of, uh, you know, at the pro game. And when you look at the collegiate level, and some people say that the pros uh, filtered down to the collegiate level, but I would, say, I would dare to say the opposite. You know, the collegiate level uh, influences the pros because, you know, now the birth of the wide open, the air raid, or, you know, offense, stuff like that, you didn't have that years ago in the league. Uh, Don Coriel, you know, you had that. You had, uh, you know, other offenses who would, uh, of course, you know, 49ers, of course, came along. You're throwing the ball with plays, of course, you know. Uh, Cowboys came along with it, too, you know, uh, throwing that ball, but you had receivers, and, you know, it was just a potent offense. But now, you know, there are more wide open uh uh, shotgun style offenses that are out there throwing the ball all over the field. And so from a defender, 
from a defender um, standpoint, it, it it creates a it creates a tremendous tremendous burden, so to speak, because you got to be able to you know defend. You got to be able to play the ball. Um, so uh, rules were created to uh, handcuff the defense because you know, like I said, defense can pretty much you know do things. But now is the exact opposite. Now you have to be you know. And I'm not saying before, but certainly now you have to be highly skilled and highly intelligent to play the game because, you know, you have a variety of offenses. You, you Not only as a defender, especially let's take the DB once again. You have a receiver. You got to be able to read the keys on the receiver. You got to be able to look at the play, uh, see what type of play, the formation. Uh, of course, then you have to defend, uh, whether it's a, to figure out whether it's a run or a pass, you know, all that. But then you throw on there. Targeting, you throw on there, um, defenseless receiver, you throw on there, holding, you know, all those things that uh, are just stacked on top. And it creates a uh, a huge issue for defenses. So uh, then on top of that, there's a lack of fundamental uh, at the, at the you know, pro level. You know, I look at, I, lot, I watch, you know, my fair share of games yearly. And when I look at DBs, whether it be college or in pros, they fail to look back and track the ball. They fail to do certain things, and it shows. It shows on tape. You know, they say, you know, I love watching the uh, NFL Combine, and they talk about, hey, you know, the eye in the sky don't lie because you see it on tape. But um, when certainly when it gets to the point where um, the defense can figure out uh, what they want to do, then they'll be a lot more uh, viable going forward. So that's just my take on it. So, guys – it is what it is. JJ Sports Nation. Yeah.